And hello, everyone. It's your girl, Gabrielle. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hot Topics. So if you are not familiar with us, this is the, I guess, broadcast where we talk real talk about things that are steamy. So we like to talk about education, employment, mental health, physical health, anything that is in our purview. We like to take deep dives into these conversations and to to really, really get into the nitty gritty of it. So today is a special episode. This is a special live stream. We normally don't live stream these, but today is a special live stream because we are gearing up for our homeschooling one-on-one panel that is happening this Thursday. And on that note, I'm going to put up my little put up my little banner. So this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is December 16, 2021, depending on when you're watching this, is our homeschooling virtual panel. And it is not too late to register. So the link is scrolling below. I want you to Type that link in the in the space bar up there, right? And sign up on our Eventbrite page. So we are gearing up for our panel. We did it back in October, and we're doing it again in a couple days. So I encourage you to sign up. I encourage you to take advantage of the resource, learn all about homeschooling, or you just want a refresher. So definitely take advantage of the panel that's happening this Thursday. Again, it is happening this Thursday, December 16, 2021 at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we have a series of live streams that are happening this week in preparation for that. And today is a special live stream where I have asked my guest to discuss her homeschooling journey. And her name is, I hope I'm saying it right, Camelia Janelle. And I have been honored with her presence and I look forward to talking to her about her homeschooling journey. So as I talk to her, I just wanna remind the viewers that if you have any questions as she and I are talking, put them in the chat and we will get to as many questions as possible. This is intended to be an interactive episode. So if you have any questions or comments or you know you want to know more about her story or you want to probe a little bit more or you want a little bit more detail or or you just want her to say more, you know, definitely put your question or comment in the chat and feel free to interact with us. So let's get right Let's get right into it. So her name is Camelia Janelle, and I'm going to start off telling you a little bit about her. So who is, oh, I think I spelled the name wrong, whoops. But who is Camelia Janelle? So let me tell you about her. So Camelia Janelle 
she has a company called Camellia Janelle LLC, self-titled. It is a growing brand which provides healing solutions to assist people with their physical, mental, and spiritual healing and growth. This growing brand is being led by Camellia Janelle, who is a Washington, D.C. native with the mission to use her life as a personal example of freedom, healing, entertainment, motherhood, leadership, education, human advocacy, and personal evolution. She does this by providing products and wellness services that are in alignment with the unique and vast healing of herself and the communities of people that support her mission and seek enlightenment from it. As an individual, Camelia Janelle prides herself in the ability to naturally think beyond the box so that we may understand how to be more connected as a collective human body, mind, and spirit. Beautiful. All right, so I'm going to bring her to the stage. Hi, did, did I say your name right? I'm sorry. Is it Camelia? Right. Okay. All right. Awesome. So, all right. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining us today. And I look forward to getting into your your journey. So yes. I definitely want to hear about your journey and your ups and downs and hopes and dreams and all that good stuff. So I'm going to pass the baton on to you and please go ahead and share your story. And as a reminder, again, for those of you watching, feel free to type your questions or comments in the chat. And Camelia, take it away. Thank you so much for that introduction. Um, beautifully uh, stated and read. Um, it was really nice um, hearing that back. Um, makes me feel really um, properly placed <laughs> um, in this position to be able to have this space to talk with you today and everyone that's listening that will listen to this about my journey as a homeschool teacher for my daughter, homeschool mom, <laughs> pretty much. So my journey started long ago in my spirit, in my heart. Um, when I um, first knew that I had a daughter on the way, a child on the way, I knew that homeschool was a part of the plan. Um, I knew that it was something that felt right to me um, and felt right to how I would probably wish to educate my child in a growing space and as she evolves, as she becomes a person. Um, I just didn't know what it would look like. <laughs> um, I just knew that it had to be done. Um, about uh, two years ago now, um, we officially started the transition officially um, when the pandemic hit, um, what was that, March 2019, um, when everything changed. The world was no longer the same, right? Um, everything transitioned. Um, the students were transitioned to being virtually schooled. Um, work spaces were transitioned. I was uh, transitioned to be um, home more, um, although I was still a part of my position working at the United States House of Representatives at the United States Capitol here in Washington, D.C. Um, so I was in my own transition. My daughter was in transition. And I, in my heart, I took that opportunity as a go ahead homeschool right now. 
So for me, I began to immediately begin to incorporate what I felt was a community around my daughter um, of people and friends that would be supporting this homeschool environment, which I find is very vital is to have people that support you. However, it didn't really stay that way because it is a journey. It's not something that's just going to happen like that overnight. Education systems don't just happen like that overnight. Um, creating a new world for yourself doesn't just happen like that. Um, there is a process to this thing. And I started to realize that I had no idea what I was doing, but I had absolutely every idea of what I was doing at the same time. Um, and what I mean by that is what the journey of homeschool looks like. There is no model because the homeschool journey is about your individual family. It's about what school and education looks like for your world. It doesn't look like the traditional school system. Um, it doesn't look like what the teachers are teaching you. It doesn't look like the community that you've been used to at your school or the daycare. It doesn't look like that. Homeschool is the key word is home, meaning your home environment and the world's home environment, they don't look the same. We might have similar things, but they don't look the same. So as I transitioned um, with my daughter, I had a couple friends that were supporting this mission. Um, so we took turns because I was still working full time, but not always in the uh, office because of the pandemic. So I still had to go in at the time, but she was at home all the time because it was virtual school time now. I had my friend that would sometimes work with her with uh, some independent learning, um, incorporating some things that I thought was helpful for her to learn, while also incorporating the things that the school was still teaching her in a virtual school. So this period I like to call de-schooling. Um, and when I say I like to call that, this is a term that is known in the homeschool community, which is a period of time where you are intentionally incorporating non-traditional aspects of homeschooling so that you can get yourself and your child or children prepared to be fully engulfed in a homeschool environment. That means the, the routine might change, um, the way you eat might change, what you're learning might change. The people that you see every day will change because you're no longer going to class. So I had my friends um, helping me out, but of course I was leading this. Um, I was with my daughter, spending most of the time with her um, homeschooling when I, uh, when I started to realize what they were doing in the school, they gave us space in the, in the curriculum to add our own independent learning. That's where we flourished. That's where I started to really be independent as a mother and as a teacher for my daughter. As things transgressed, I went into another area of my life, which was also a part of this journey where we traveled to California for some time. During that time going to California, um, we ended up being more world schoolers. A world schooler is the type of homeschool education where you're using the earth and you're using everything around you to school. You're using, um, your the, the trees you're teaching about the trees you're teaching about travel you're teaching about how um how how the uh how the construction is made whatever the world is around you you're making that an educational space 
So in California, we did a lot of world schooling while we were still virtually schooling. This became difficult. This is where my personal spirit was urging me to fully separate from the traditional virtual school system that had started because of pandemic and to transition into a full-time homeschool mother all the time. At the time, I was also in between my position at my job. Because of the pandemic, we were now uh, paid leave. We were on paid leave, so we didn't go into work. I took this opportunity to travel and explore the world a bit with my daughter because we're virtually schooling, right? So we can go somewhere else because it's virtual. It didn't really work out that way. We met some very unforeseen situations where we weren't always living inside of a house, if you understand what I mean. So it made it very difficult for us to continue virtually schooling in the way that was traditional, but we never stopped schooling. I never stopped schooling my daughter. I never stopped educating her and using the world as an educational space. We learned how to count, how to recognize words, um, how to learn about your emotions, how to connect with people, how to be safe with other humans, how to understand danger. Um, it was a very great learning experience um, on survival and just accepting the world as it is. As we transitioned through this, it got tricky to consistently go to virtual school. So we began to miss some days. This is where I started to realize that the traditional school was just not a place that we could continue to thrive because they decided to pretty much eject us out of the system because we were going through struggles and we couldn't go into the school virtually every day. That instead of them having the support system to support us, they pretty much told us that, well, you're out of our jurisdiction. You have to find somewhere else to go. That was it. So this for me told me that it was time to separate fully from this traditional school setting and withdraw my daughter and to become a homeschool mom full time. This began officially in um, January 2020. And during that time, I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> on paper. I didn't know the proper processes. And that's where things might get tricky. So if you're going to homeschool, absolutely do your research, prepare yourself with what you need to do legally. I'm not in any legal trouble, thank God. Um, but there were certain procedures that I missed because I was kind of shifted into this decision um, before I was able to properly prepare for it. But it was a transition that I did welcome and we welcome. It was something I was talking to my daughter about before it happened. So she knew that it was happening as well. It was something we were very verbal about that homeschool was going to be a part of our world. So when the transition happened officially in March uh, 2000, I mean, January 2020, it was time. Ever since then, I started to realize that the struggle that also came with homeschooling is having the proper community around your child when you're homeschooling. This is vital. I cannot stress this enough. Having the proper people around you that support your idea to homeschool will make or break the experience for everyone involved, especially the child. I find that because this is so new for our generation, it seems, there's a lot of resistance from the traditional school boards 
and from the family and friends that are watching you take on this journey. If you are having a struggle with having people support you, find a homeschool community. Find a co-op homeschool community. Find like-minded people that are trying to do the same thing. Because I assure you, it will be difficult transitioning into a homeschool world when you don't have the support of people in your corner. Because they will now put that same energy onto your children and they will make the child not want to do the process either. But let me tell you about the beautiful parts of it. I personally believe that homeschooling is meant for every single family in or outside of America. I believe that homeschool gives each individual family the family time that they need to get to know their children, the family time they need to understand what education works for their children. And most importantly, it gives a sense of security to be free in educating your children in a safe, responsible, and culturally driven way that works for your family, your culture, and your individual child. I don't want to bash the traditional schooling when I'm speaking of this, but I do want to implore that to me, I find as I've known my daughter and I've met many other children throughout my journey in life, that there is something missing when there is not individual time spent with the children. Special needs children do get individual time. However, I believe that all children are special needs children. Every child has different needs that makes them special. Every child has individual things that work for them that don't work for their other children. For example, you can be in a child, you can be in a family with three children. They all grow up in the same house. They all have the same values that they're taught, the same culture and the same community but each child will have a different learning mechanism that works for their highest understanding. In a traditional school setting, when you're grouping your children together, it's very challenging for the, the, the administration and the teachers to be able to appease to the individual child's growth. By way of that, I believe that it starts to hinder the educational process for a child. If you don't have that individual time, then there is an element that is missing from their education that they won't get in a, a traditional school environment when you're in a group setting. One of the questions I get a lot is, well, how do you socialize your child? Socialization is easy. When you're around family and friends, you're already being social. Children, as long as they are around human beings, they are learning how to be social. They're not missing any socialization. And if you connect with homeschool groups and co-ops in your area, and your communities, it makes the process much smoother because you're around yourself and you're surrounding yourself with families, children, and people who have the resources, the time, and the effort to bridge together that gap so that you can have a socialization that meets the parents' needs and the children's needs, because of course they want to have fun with children their age, but realistically, they're not going to always be around children their age. And also what I realize is children their age, 
they do not have what it takes to teach a child. <laughs> Children are learning mostly from adults. So it is very imperative to understand the dynamic of children and adults and how we all work together to create a successful homeschool environment, which is what I've been learning in my journey. And people, it might not seem that long to some people looking in, but because this has always been a part of my plan, I've already been thinking about the community of my child since the moment she was born. I've already been thinking about the capacity of people around her and their ability to grow with this freedom because homeschool is freedom to me. And I enjoy being free from a tradition that in a way it hinders the growth that we can do as a family. And I also realized it was blocking my connection with actually learning my daughter. My daughter's at school. I'm at work. I come home now I have to cook dinner, play with my daughter for a little bit, put her to bed and send her back to school. That just didn't fit well in my heart. And I knew that I had to do whatever it took to be in a position to have space to educate my daughter myself and get to know her, bond with her and build a foundation with her. <laughs> She's right here. Build a foundation with her that's helpful that is lucrative to what I believe that my gods are telling me to deal for my daughter and my legacy, and also to break any traditions that do not work for what I believe I'm building for my legacy. Um, freedom is very key to that. And sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's scary, especially if you feel you have to do it alone. I am a single mother. So I've been doing this alone predominantly. And most of the things that I'm doing, I'm still doing it alone. But I am happy to say that I'm now a full-time entrepreneur. I don't work for anyone but myself. I'm a full-time mommy, entrepreneur, a full-time teacher, and I am able to create the schedule that works for me. And that, to me, I feel is what most parents want, even if they don't talk about it. I feel we really want and desire the ability to be able to the ability to be able to create our schedule for ourselves and also create an educational environment that that's that's not stressing that's not tense for our children that doesn't have bullying that doesn't have these educational holdups that doesn't have all these elements that we struggle with when we're putting our children into these traditional school settings. <laughs> um, but one of the challenges is you're always together. <laughs> um, and having that balance and finding that balance as a homeschool mother or parent is a big challenge. So do do your research. Please do your research. Talk to parents. But don't overthink it. Is a, it can be a very simple process. And a lot of the things that we've learned in this society with traditional everything is to think about the details and the layers and try to plan it out. Homeschool is not something you can plan out because it's something that's going to be new for you. And sometimes you can't plan new things. You have to figure out what works for your family and then create a plan around it. And that's what I'm learning.
this has been allowing me to be more structured. It's given me more answers because at first I had a lot of confusion. Like, how do I do it? What do I do? How do I homeschool? What do I teach her? What type of curriculum do I have? I don't know how to create a curriculum. It will all come to you. I assure you that it has come to me. I did not know it was going to come to me. Um, and as the answers came to me, so has the structure. So has the community. I have a tutor that is officially for us. I have virtual teachers that we love that are a part of my homeschool environment. So it doesn't always have to be you. So don't think of it like, oh, my God, I have to teach her all day. No, you don't. There are so many free resources or affordable resources for you to tap into to pad your school environment in a way that works for you and your children. I know that there's parents and families that have curriculums that their students and their children are getting that they don't agree with. Let's be honest. Some things just don't work for your family. In the homeschool environment, it is so amazing to be able to create. You get to handpick each class, each social gathering, each teacher directly for what your family needs. And to me, that's beautiful. To me, that is what I believe our world needs to support. The funding for the school, that's great. I believe that we're edging towards a future where things are shifting tremendously. People are taking their children out of public school systems every day in droves. They're not talking about this, but it's happening. Sign up for a homeschool group. You will see it. And I am really excited to be a part of the conversation, a part of the movement, um, a part of the freedom, because it is time that we as people, I believe, we take that education back into our homes. We take that education into our own hands and spoon feed our children the education that we believe will be best fitting for their world, like learning how to cook learning how to wash your own clothes. There's so many things you can teach your child in a homeschool environment. Each age is different, but each age is teachable. Even from one year old, you don't have to send them to daycare. You're already homeschooling them. Homeschool starts as soon as they're able to understand you. <laughs> but when I realized I get into this officially, I got into this officially, she was um, in the kindergarten age when we started to tap into this. It was not as hard as I was making it seem. I was making it difficult. I was frustrating the process because I didn't have the answers. And I realized with homeschool, sometimes you're not going to have the answers. And that's okay. <laughs> Just do it. If your heart is saying homeschool, if your heart has been saying that you want to be a homeschool, but you just feel like you don't know where to start, just start somewhere. And the first thing you can do is start by surrounding yourself with other people that are doing it. Because I tell you, I'm going to tell you this again. If you don't have people in your corner that support it, it will be more difficult. But that doesn't mean it's not doable. It's absolutely doable. I'm doing it. Yes, I only have one child. I know some people have several but I know people that are doing it with several children by themselves. It is doable, but you just have to believe it. And that's what I had to tell myself. 
I just got to keep, keep believing that this is possible and go with the flow of change. Times are changing right now. And what we are being asked as people from the universe, whatever higher power you believe, is to go with the change. Things are changing on purpose so that you can make the right choices so that your family can be a part of something that's new and that works, that's successful, that's healthy, that's fun. And oh, we have so much fun. Like this month, we're going to be doing, um, we're going to be focused on field trips to different museums all around the DMV. And this is field trip month. A lot of our virtual teachers, they take a break because of the holiday. So I decided we will have an interactive educational break. So we're not going to stop educating. We're just going to take a different route. And I am really excited about this. And I hope that you can feel that excitement. Um, if you're here and you have any questions, I hope that you can feel that this is probably divine for you because nothing in this time is by accident. And if you're here, it's because there's something inside of you that truly wants you to make this move for your family too. Your child wants it too. They don't even know it, but it's gonna be the best thing for them. If you can get to that point where you can understand that homeschooling is about you and your children getting what you guys want for it, for, for homeschool, then it's, it's amazing. The teachers, they're not gonna sit down with you and ask you these things individually. The educational system doesn't have space to cater to the individual needs of each family. They don't. They can fund it. They can fund those families. But I truly believe there's far more to homeschooling and education than money. And that's what I believe we're on the verge of, creating a, ver a world that's beyond the money, that gets into the culture, that, that, that creates the community around our, our growing children, our growing future. And that's my spiel for right now. Do you have anything for me or any questions? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. well, first of all, thank you so much for all that talking. You definitely uh, made it easy for me. Um, so uh, a question just popped up here. Okay, I'll go. What's a good Facebook homeschooling group? My favorite homeschool group, let me go to it right quick. It is called, um, I believe it's called Homeschool Resources. Homeschooling Resources is my favorite one. Um, but I also have Affordable Homeschooling. And I'm in D.C., um, Washington, D.C. So I'm also a part of DMV Black Homeschoolers. And I'm a part of a DMV co-op for homeschool. So I'm a part of four groups and you can find these groups anywhere, <laughs> anywhere you are in the world. <laughs> look up Facebook um, and look for homeschool groups near you. Um, but the home, affordable homeschooling and the homeschooling resources groups are nationwide and they post every day. Awesome, awesome. And I will also tag on to that. Um, I think Facebook is a, a great resource for connecting with other homeschooling parents. So even if you go to the, the search bar and you just type in homeschool, 
just the word homeschool, a lot of groups and pages will pop up. And depending on where you are, there are also local groups that you can uh, join on Facebook as well. So if you go to the search bar, type in homeschool and whatever state you're in, I'm sure there's there's several yeah. of those groups that will pop up for you even in the search bar. And I'm in New York. So I type in homeschool New York and a ridiculous amount of pops up. Um, then there's New York City if you want to bring it down to the city. Um, so if, even if you just search the word homeschool or you search the word homeschooling in the space bar, there is a lot of options that yes. pop up. Yes, it's a world. It's a whole world. And that's why I was saying earlier, like, to, not to overthink it, because sometimes just because we're overthinking, like, the how to start part, we don't start. But as soon as you start looking it up, when I say there's a world of homeschoolers out there, and there's different types of homeschool, um, they have world schooling, um, virtual schooling, traditional homeschool. Um, I think they call it... Um, travel homeschooling but there's several different types you can look up different types of homeschool there's like six or seven different categories of homeschooling so you can find out what works for your family what what might appease you or you can try all of them out which is what i suggest i suggest people when you first get into it and you start processing that you want to do it dabble into all of the categories to see what your children like the most and see what works best for you Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you so much for your questions. Keep keep typing them in there. So can you talk about, and I know you touched on it before, but can you talk about some of the reasons that people would choose to, choose to homeschool as opposed to trying out a variety of options in the traditional schooling, like a private school or a Montessori yes. or so can you talk about the reasons that people would choose to homeschool as opposed to going to a private school, for example? Yes. Um, what I find um, based on my own research is a lot of people are choosing to homeschool because they're, the needs of their child is just not getting met. That's one. Um, a lot of other reasons I find is a lot of people are dealing with bullying. Um, bullying in the environment of bullying in these traditional school settings is becoming an all-time high. Um, that's one of the main causes I'm seeing people are pulling their children out. And not specifically the bullying, but they don't have, they don't feel that their children are being supported when they're reporting this bullying to the admin and the teachers, which is obviously a big problem. Um, another one I find is safety and health right now um, is a big, big thing. So between bullying safety and the needs of that individual child just not being met. I'm seeing a lot of parents that have special needs children, which I did speak about earlier, um, which are children that have a higher level of special needs than the, your traditional children that they have categorized that don't need a special needs. Um, so special needs children not getting what they need or the support um, that they need on a day-to-day -day basis bullying, um, being at an all-time high and becoming very toxic and unhealthy for their children, and healthy health and safety hazards 
that are just not being met, whether they feel like their children shouldn't be in a school, that they wear masks all day, or they feel like their children do not they don't feel their children are in a healthy environment, even though they're forced to wear masks and um, all these other physical mandates for our bodies. I believe those are the main, main top three <laughs> um, for sure. Awesome. Ab absolutely. Absolutely. So do you think that, so let me ask you, is, is homeschooling working? for your for your daughter do you think it's benefiting her academically mentally socially is it working out for her yes it is um <laughs> um it is i was just looking at her as she's over here playing with magnets uh, that are shaped in symbols on the fridge in different colors um i believe it's absolutely working for my daughter she is a very free and loving spirit and one of the things I started to realize with my own daughter is that the bullying language started to become a, a language that she started to get used to because there wasn't anyone really creating an environment to help the behaviors of these children stop. So she started to like actually become accustomed to children treating her a certain way. And she thought she just had to accept it. Um, mind you, my daughter was in socialized um, environments in school since she was two, two years old. As she got into official school, she was three. She started pre-K three here in D.C. Um, and it's, she started to face other like more serious, let me say more serious, more advanced social environments because it was a more structured school environment. It was a more structured um, space. Um, for one. So that is no longer a thing we deal with at all. Um, and if we do face it, we are able to address it as a unit. So I have access directly to the, the parents that she's, um, the children that we um, spend time around for socializing. I have direct access to them. I can talk directly to them. I can talk directly to the child. I can share love with that child. I can share some tips on how we communicate with each other to that child. I feel that it's far more connecting as a community and she loves that. She loves having access to me also all the time. She loves to be around me all the time and having access to us having to spend time together and have a day together and I'm teaching her. She loves when I'm in the, cause I call it structured school days because we go with the flow sometimes where we're just world schooling and learning about what we're doing in the day, whether she's helped me with my business, which she loves. <laughs> she loves um, she loves being able to listen to different types of music that she she enjoys. Um, that's one thing she told me the other day. She said, you know what I love about homeschool too is the music. We get to listen to so much music that I love that we don't get to listen to um, at school. Um, she also started to notice that the children there's no children around here treating her a certain way. And it's actually started to make her understand what was good treatment and what's not that good. Um, when it comes to the freedom, she loves being able to eat snacks when she wants, um, having access to her personal favorite snacks all day. Um, although we do similar things and like, don't eat all the snacks today, you know, we won't have any tomorrow. 
Um, and we take a walk every day, which she loves. She loves being out in the nature. She loves being outside. She loves being able to just freely walk and play in the grass and play on the playground whenever she wants to. Um, and she loves what we've been learning. Um, we've covered so much. And I also have, um, like I said, I have virtual teachers um, that are helping me because I, you know, outsource with a couple of virtual teachers. She does music class because she loves music. She loves dance. Um, she loves geography, learning about the world. And she loves art. Um, and we do so much art. Um, and she really loves it more. Do you want to say something about what you love about homeschool? I just felt forward to bring over here. Yeah, we do a lot of like cut and paste um, projects, uh, art projects that she loves. Um, and we get to, she gets to color. Thank you, baby. She gets to, uh, she loves to be able to, like, for example, if she wants to color something specific that her brain thinks of, she tells me what it is and I find it and I print it out for her. Um, and I feel like she, she really loves having the freedom. Like the freedom is what she talks about a lot. I talked to her just yesterday, I think. She was like, I said, what do you like about our new world? That I'm free. <laughs> that it's free. And she started to, she would even tell me, like, she does. She likes this. She doesn't have to ask to go to the bathroom. Um, she doesn't have to ask. To, uh, there's a lot of things that she started to realize that were allowing her to be free when she's at home um, that she didn't have access to when she was in the school environment. And she didn't realize it until she wasn't in it anymore. And most importantly, she loves being here with me. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what um, that's how it's working for us, and it's it's so liberating. It's so liberating, um, really, um, to be in this position, honestly, um, and to be able to learn her. And oh, we have um, we have mother and, and daughter day now, where we'll be focused on um, learning about each other. And these are just things that you don't you don't have. They don't incorporate. Okay, these are things that I feel that families should understand that they have the opportunity to do that will allow them to build a better bond with their children, so that they aren't having a bunch of issues in their school environment. Because I feel that the issues that most of us are having in the school environment is the fact that we there's a there's a, a middleman in between the educational space that's supposed to be at home. It's supposed to be family. It's supposed to be getting to know your family, your community, and, and learning how that child works, how she thinks, how, what makes her happy. How does she like to learn? What does, she, what does she enjoy learning and what is a challenge for her? And how can I make this thing that's challenging her successful? And how does this same thing apply to other things that she's gonna learn in life? And I feel that we just, we don't get that opportunity when we have our children at another school building with other people for five to seven hours a day. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so we have a question that came up here. 
Let's see if you can answer this one. So do you know when and how do homeschool kids graduate? That's a great question. So it all depends on your location. So based on the grade that your children are in and the location, there are certain requirements based on that space. So you will have to look this up for your child and your age. Um, a lot of people I know, they have uh, requirements once they get into the high school age. And what they do is they have to pretty much take like a test that allows the school board administration to see that they've met the proper requirements in their homeschool environment to graduate with the students of their choice when they do decide to graduate. Um, but how that milestone looks for each family based on where you live will be different. My daughter's six, um, so I'm going to create her own milestone graduation until there's some other requirement. Um, but we, I plan to, I think we're going to be moving around. So I plan to pay attention to the world schooling more of it because I do feel that we're going to be really uh, transitioning into more of a, a world kind of educational space. I don't believe that we're going to be in DC her until she's a <laughs> until she's of a graduation age around 17 or 18. Um, but it, it depends on your state from what I understand. Some states have requirements on that and some states don't have any requirements and you can make the graduation whatever you want based on your family and your child. Absolutely. And just to tag on that, um, depending on your state, um, I believe you can, each, in each grade, it's outlined what classes you should take. Are required, yeah. Are required, yeah. And once you meet those requirements, I believe you can design your own transcript and have it notarized. That too. There's that or you can take the GED exam, um, which I, which I also learned. So you could take the GED <laughs> once your child meets the requirements, or you could design your own transcript and have it notarized. Um, and I will That's a great make, question too. And I will make a quick plug. So if you want more information about the requirements for homeschooling, particularly for your state. I'm going to plug this website here, hslda.org. That's the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. So it's a great website. They spell out all the criteria that you need for your state to homeschool. And there's also forms that they provide to you as well. So questions like what I need to graduate, that is a mm -hmm. great resource for you. So I'm going to so I just want to throw in that little plug there. And there's a question about your business, which I'm actually going to save for the end. And let's see. So what do I want to ask you? So can you, do you see yourself homeschooling your daughter until, until the very end? Or is it, are you kind of, you know, I'll only do it until she's 13. Like, do you see yourself going all the way until 17, 18? Absolutely do. Um, but I also, um, what, what is a really key part of my uh, type of education is I am educating my daughter to have the freedom to understand how to make wise decisions for herself. So if it ever comes a point where 
Kamora is deciding that the world is changing a bit. She wants to experience this traditional schooling um, for whatever reason she might want to, then I would allow that to happen if I believe that it's in connection with her making a wise decision for herself. Um, but I really implore myself, well, I implore her to be able to start to learn how to understand how to make wise and detailed decisions for herself that aren't off the base of someone else's wants for her. Um, but I absolutely plan to take this thing all the way to the end. Um, I personally don't see a foreseeable future in the way the world is moving and the way that my particular journey and what type of world that we're going to be living is moving where we would go back to traditional schooling. I just don't see how that would fit into our world um, in the future. But like I said in the beginning, I didn't see how this would transition. But in my heart of hearts, I, I don't see our our world growing to a space where she would even want to experience traditional schooling because to me, it's only going to get better from here. We're only going to get more expanded and more expansive in our learning. We're going to travel the world more. I have plans to travel the world with my daughter, um, allow her to see all types of parts of the world and receive education um, in a very independent way that's specifically for her. Um, and I, I personally couldn't see her wanting to go back. But if she does, I think that she will be wise enough to make that decision. And I'll be like, go ahead, we can do that. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> and if she decides, okay, mom, that, that's, that's just not for me. <laughs> we're gonna keep doing our homeschool thing and then we're gonna do that. But I figure it'll probably be around 13, the age that you mentioned, um, which she probably might consider it um, and tap into it for a bit. But I plan to commit to doing this until she's ready to graduate officially, um, to go on to be her own independent adult. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And I want uh, to to pick your brain about one of the big myths about homeschooling, which you touched on, is socialization. Like there's yes. to be. You talked about socialization with your with her family. But I think that the big thing is, you know, what about people her age? You know, with traditional schooling, it's easy because Absolutely. it's built into the system. So how do you have your daughter socialize with people of her own age? Or Absolutely. do you do that? Or, you know, do you kind of keep her away from other kids? Or how, how, <laughs> how do you address the socialization aspect in terms of your daughter um like being like playing or getting to talk to people her own age absolutely that's a great question um because we don't socialize about families <laughs> that was a part of the traditional setting that came with me understanding that you need the you need your family or your you need someone to support you and, my, and sometimes it's not your family sometimes they're not the ones that's going to support you so the way that I've been socializing is I've been taking things one step at a time to not, my daughter doesn't even like to be around a lot of children for one. So that's one thing I started to realize early on. She does not even, she doesn't even know how to interact with 10 to 15 children around her at once. It's like overload, right? She'll choose and connect with one child 
and they'll be friends and she'll get try to get to know that one child. If that one child is not around that day, it's, the, it's another one child. So me learning this in our personal environments, thank you, baby, in, in, in our personal environments, um, I have a couple friends um, that have children that are in a similar energy. For example, um, they are approaching homeschooling. They have untraditional homeschooling environments. Um, they are naturally trying to get into a lot of cycle breaking and releasing things that were traditional. So um, she has a, a five-year-old friend, a five-year-old male friend, um, and he has a little brother that's three, and they have a little sister that is almost two. And then she has another male friend with another family, and they only have one child, and they're sim they have very similar personalities of my daughter. Um, well, he, not they. He has very similar personality as my daughter, and he is five. And so they are very smart. Both, all of these children are very intelligent. They are very um, friendly. They get along, but they're also all learning. Can you get that? I have someone coming to look up. up you got to go to my room. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, they're all learning together um, in different ways. But what I find is that we are the leaders. So they aren't, they're new to the homeschool. So they're around us learning about how to be healthy, learning about how to set boundaries, learning about how to be free, learning about how to enforce and create this free school, this educational space that's homeschool. Sorry about that. Make this ish man came right this time. <laughs> come on, you don't need to be up there. Come down here, please. Thank you. It's my um my window. Sorry about that. Um, but those are the main areas that, uh, of socialization she has now. Um, I am in the process of being open to finding more people. So I've been looking up uh, social environments that we can get into. Um, however, every time that my daughter is around these children, she is learning some very serious socialization skills. We have conversations. Sometimes we have conversations. My, my, my daughter is very, very intellectually smart. Um, she can have a conversation with you like an adult. So sometimes we'll have a conversation that could last like an hour just about the socialization of what happened or what transpired, how she could handle something, um, what type of uh, scenario she was faced with, what challenge she was faced with, how she got over this challenge. Um, we've had many times where they, we have sharing issues, you know, normal ch child things. And she'll even tell the children, she's like, um, I apologize. I was being very selfish how I acted earlier. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll do better. Um, so she's, she's becoming very emotionally intelligent um, with how I'm learning to, uh, to have her interact with children very intimately in small groups. Sometimes they're one-on-one -on -one, and sometimes we have movie nights and we exchange too. Sometimes we go over to my friend's house they have a really beautiful house. We go over there, have social time with them. And then sometimes they come over here. We have a big movie night um, where children have fun. And that's a part of our homeschool environment where they're relaxing, but it's still interacting. 
and we're always meeting children out. Um, sometimes we get their number. Sometimes we, I don't ever see them again. <laughs> but when we're out playing on the playground, she always meets friends that she, not friends, people um, that she has fun with. She's talking to them and engaging with them. Um, but I find that I find that it's best to take things small because children they don't know enough yet and i don't want to overcrowd her with people just because that's what the traditional school setting did because i don't believe that was working for my daughter i don't believe it was um, because she started to become conditioned to being treated a certain way by these children and the way she was being treated was not loving and i i I am aimed to create a loving environment around her of children and adults that support us as free people and that love us just the way we are. And they're not, they're, they don't have a goal to change us or to manipulate us into how they want us to be um, or to control how we learn or control how we speak. Um, that's just not, that's not the world that I am creating um, as a homeschool mom. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we are about to wind down. So, do you? Well, you, you, you're an, you're a full time entrepreneur. So I'm wondering if it's easy for you to homeschool because you are an entrepreneur as opposed to someone who may have a nine to five job. I believe so. Um, that word, I don't really like that word, but yes, we're going to use that word for lack of better words. But I do believe it is a smoother transition. But what I'm finding, because I'm an observer of life, and what I aim to do with my position as a person is to find a way to, like I said, like I said in my bio, to create these types of paths for people with my example and the way that i do that is i'm always observing people's obstacles i can look at an obstacle and i can create a solution for that obstacle that works for that family or that person that's something that i'm really good at so one thing i've been finding is that a lot of people are creating an obstacle because they feel like they don't have the space to homeschool because they work but we can all do it the, beauty thing, the beautiful thing about homeschool is that it doesn't have to fit any traditional standard. As long as you're covering the subjects that your state requires currently by law, you don't have to do it within a certain time. I know it might be difficult, but homeschool doesn't have to be eight to five. Homeschool could be 30 minutes a day. <laughs> homeschool doesn't have to take up your whole life. So for example, you have an eight to five job, you're tired, right? Say if someone is with your child, say if you have the blessed hands of your family member and they're with your child all day. When mommy gets home or daddy gets home, homeschool mode turns on. You can have 30 minutes that are strictly educational space. The same time that you would spend interacting with your child socially to get to know them, you can fill that space with an educational structure. That's just one example. We're already spending time with our child when we come home. We're already getting into the second job. They say if you're a full-time uh, worker and a full-time mom or parent, you are having two jobs because, mind you, 
I did this before I was fully out of my job. I went to work. After I came home, I got into the education space with my daughter to connect with her with whatever she was learning, whatever I wanted to teach her, whatever I wanted to um, engage with her. Playing games is educational. Having social time with your child is educational. All you have to do is be mindful of putting the intentions behind that and the intentions makes it more structured. So while for me, it was a smoother transition because I became free of my job and became a homeschool parent at the same time, I do believe strongly that everyone, everyone, everyone can find a way to create a homeschool environment that works for whatever schedule they have. And that's the, that's the thing about being a parent. Being a parent, we got to do all the jobs until we are free from the job that makes us more available to our children. So I have been paying attention to the obstacles other people face. And I believe that I believe that homeschool is a solution for everyone because the, the traditional school, they don't they don't allow for the things that we want to do. And I know that when people work. They can find co-ops. There's so many ways to build the community together so that you might not even have to pay for someone to be with your child while you're at work. And most parents, from what I understand, they're working from home now. And that makes it even more of a smooth transition because a lot of people I know, they're working from home and they're not working on the clock from eight to five. They have downtime. And I believe that if a person truly wants and the thinks that this could be the best thing for their child, then you can use the pockets of your day to educate. And you don't even have to educate Monday through Friday. You can use Saturday and Sunday as educational days. You don't have to educate your child for five hours a day. You can educate your child one hour a day and fit the structure in it in a way that works for you and your child and cover all the material. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you so much for that. All right. So we're bringing it down. We're bringing it down. So do you have any final advice that you would like to give to our viewers right now? They may be contemplating about homeschooling or maybe they're already homeschooling and they just want reinforcement or any final words yes. that you'd like to share? Yes. My final words would be less is more. Don't overthink it. Make it simple. Children, typically, they don't know what type of detail is going into it. Less is more. And my main thing is just do it like Nike. They ain't nothing to it but to do it. And a lot of the things that we overwhelm ourselves with is just getting started. They say the hardest thing about creating or doing something new is getting started. Just get started and think less is more. You don't need a whole full day every every 30 seconds, every 30 minutes, you have to put something in the day. No, learn your child and start with what they love and the rest will open up for you. I assure you that. Start with what your child loves, not what you think they should love. Start with what they truly love. If they like 
astronauts, then we're going to start with being an astronaut and <laughs> figuring out everything there is to know about astronauts. The reading, the writing, the sciences, it will come with you. It will come to you. And that's my advice. Fabulous advice. Thank you so much for that. All right. So let me get your little banner. All right. So you guys, you you can find Camelia Janelle. She is all over the social media platform. So definitely <laughs> follow her. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. It's the same username for all of it. So definitely follow her on social media. And uh, there was a question about your business, which I wanted to save for the end. So if you wouldn't mind talking about it, what kind of business do you have? It seems very kid friendly. Yes, so I have, um, I am a certified cosmic sexuality specialist who is growing to be a cosmic sexuality doula. I believe that the foundation of our healing comes from the root of where we've been created. Um, and with that, I have uh, herbal products that I uh, serve and I have wellness services that I offer um, for individual typical wellness for families, individuals and couples. And I also have a wellness services that I offer for cosmic sexuality, for womb specialty and relationships, people that want to build a better bond in that space to be better unified. Um, and I serve CMOS gel, which is my staple product. And I have herbal tea blends that will aid you in your physical healing that I make and I put together with my own love and care. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's get let's put your banner back up here. Yes, yeah, so I love these banners, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, shout out to StreamYard. Uh, yeah. So yeah, um, so you you heard her, guys. So definitely check out those products. Check her out on our social media. I don't have a you have a website. I do not have a website right now. Um, find me on social media, and that's the best way to contact me. Any of my message portals will get to me, mainly Facebook and Instagram. Um, and my phone number is on my um, – I have a link tree, but my phone number is not on there. My phone number is on my Facebook page, though. If you want to reach me directly, my phone number rings right here. You can text me if you want an inquiry about any services or anything. I can send you a direct menu. All right. Do you want to share the number or? Yes, I can. My phone number is 202-810-4519. All right. You know, I'm going to type that in your banner right now. All right. So. Oh, you got to edit Okay. Oh. So what is it? 202-810-4519. 202-810-4519. Four five one nine. Four five one nine. Yes. Fabulous. All right. Yes, that's me. Yes. So if you want to reach out to her, if you want to utilize her services, if you have any questions, hit her up Absolutely. on social media. She has a lot of a lot of handles. And she just gave us her phone number. So if you want to reach out to her, you can Please call her out, at yes. yes. 
call her at the number on the screen, 202-810-4519. Awesome. So, thank you. Camilla, thank <laughs> you for joining me today. I, I appreciate you being here. Awesome. All right, so I'm going to place you backstage now. And it is just you and me. So I'm going to put up my banner. Do, 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 do. All right. So we have reached the conclusion of our episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. You are watching this on our YouTube channel right now. And I encourage you to check out the other videos and clips that are on our channel. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let us know what you thought of this episode by leaving a comment in the comment section below. And if you would like to learn more about A Step Ahead Tutoring Services, you can find us on our various social media platforms, which is scrolling right below. And we are also online. You could also visit us at our website at www.asteppeheadtutoringservices.com. And one last thing before I conclude. We are also seeking financial contributions to our crowdfunding campaign on ifundwomen.com. iFundWomen is the go-to funding marketplace for women-owned businesses and the people who want to support them with access to capital, coaching, and connections. So I am going to play a little video that will explain more about that. Hey there, have you heard of us? We're a small team of tutors here at A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. We believe that education and information should be accessible to everyone, regardless of income, race, or creed. We're dedicated to making this happen, but we need your help. Please consider donating to our crowdfunding campaign. No amount is too small. Your donation will allow us tutors to remain employed, offer free and low-cost services, and reach out to families nationwide. With your help, we can tackle the academic challenges of our students and the emotional, mental, and behavioral changes that result from these challenges. As a bonus, we can improve our communities in the process. Support us today. We're a for-profit company. Your donation may not be tax-deductible. Please consult a tax professional. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So definitely please consider making a donation today. And that is it for today. I'm just going to find this last little banner. Yeah, so we have reached the ending of our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I just want to remind you that our homeschool virtual panel, Homeschooling 101, is going to happen this Thursday, December 16, 2021, depending on when you're watching this episode. And I encourage you to uh, sign up at the link below. It'll take you to our Eventbrite which will take you to the YouTube link where you can view the panel for yourself. And it is a free event, so I encourage you to sign up for the event and attend the event as well. And if you are watching this on the replay, I encourage you to 
check out our YouTube channel, our YouTube, which is where you are right now watching this. Um, if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, the replay is on the channel. So if you are watching this episode in the future, just know that the panel was on our YouTube channel and you can watch the replay there. So thank you for coming. I look forward to seeing you at the virtual panel. And there's a few more live streams that are happening this week as well. If you are tuned into our YouTube channel, YouTube is where everything is. So thank you for coming. I look forward to seeing you at Homeschooling 101, whether in real time or the replay. Thank you so much for joining us. And that's it. Signing off.